Welcome to the Chosen Girl Podcast, where we believe you are made for more and you have purpose. Hi ladies, welcome back to Chosen Girl, tell me about it. We're so glad to have you back. I'm Liz. I'm Sarah. Thank you so much for joining us this week. We have been praying for you. We are so thankful for you and we cannot wait to give you this week's topic. This week we are talking about faith. Debit or credit faith. Because let's be honest, sometimes we'll be trying to do big things on credit faith. And I know, we, girl. You know what? If you don't have it in the bank, you don't need to be spending it. But I'm just kidding. But honestly, but really. when we're talking about when, <laughs> like when we talk about faith, um, there's there's no shortage ever. Um, there's no need for us. Well, there might be, but there's no need for us to have ever have a shortage. Yes. And if you feel like you have a shortage of faith, that it's an illusion that sometimes the enemy can bring to us saying that like you have nothing else to give or bring um, to the situation. You're out of control of it. Um, there's nothing you can do. But putting your faith in God is always something that you can do regardless yes. of your situation, regardless of the circumstances happening around you, whether you can control them or not. But putting your faith in the Lord, is it's, it's a fountain that will never run dry. Yes, and I'm so encouraged by the verse that says everyone's been given a measure of faith. That means we all have it in us. We just got to exercise it, just like a muscle. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm bad about working out my physical muscles, but I can work out some spiritual muscles. Yes, honey. Uh, get started. I'm not perfect at it, but we're all on this journey together. Yes, we so, are. So, let's go. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll dive in and ask you the first question. Sarah. Yeah. Um, what does it look like um, for you to have like faith in yourself versus faith in God? So... The thing that I think we get mixed up about humans versus God is that obviously we screw up where God doesn't. He sees the big picture. He sees um, from a sovereign, all-knowing point of view. Um, But first, before we define faith in ourselves and then faith in God, let's see what the Bible says about faith itself. Yes. Um, you can find anything you want to know about faith in Hebrews 11. Um, I'm reading out of my message Bible as usual because because yes. English. yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, it says, Hebrews 11, 1, it says, The fundamental fact of existence is that this trust in God, this faith, is the firm foundation under everything that makes life worth living. It's our handle on what we can't see. When I hear that word handle, it makes me think of control. It's yes. how, how, do we, how, how are we handling mm-hmm. what we can't see? The act of faith is what distinguished our ancestors and set them above the crowd. By faith, we see the world called into existence by God's word. What we see created by what we don't see. So, in other versions, it says faith is the substance of what we hope for. Yes. Faith is faith is like the thing that we're hoping in. We're mm-hmm. like, oh, I hope this happens. Like, I don't know if I've ever been in a season of just hoping, like, I really need this to happen, mm-hmm. Lord. Whether you're hoping for a job or for a school uh, opportunity or for a relationship, for a baby, for anything, anything that you're just like, I need this to happen. I'm hoping that this ha- happens. Um, but it's evidence of what we don't see. Mm-hmm. So it's taking that hope one step further yes. into an action. 
you're having faith in something. And I think that Mike Todd presents it perfectly. We're going to link uh, one of his podcasts below in our show notes um, called Crazy Faith. It's a series that he's just started at his church, Transformation Church. But it's talking about how, you know, faith is knowing something. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that God is God. But do I exercise putting my weight on him yes. when something bad happens? So the difference in having faith in myself and having faith in God is I am physical and I know what I'm capable of. Like mm-hmm. I know that I can snap my finger. I know that I can go into a dirty room and clean it up. Mm-hmm. I know that when something is going wrong with my husband, I can console him mm-hmm. or try to make things better the best that I can. And for a super OCD Enneagram for wanting to control things myself, wanting to not bother anybody else with my problems. Mm-hmm. I would rather have faith in myself, in my abilities to fix things, mm-hmm. in my abilities to make everything better, taking my life into my own hands, than put my faith in God. Yeah. Because I know what I can do, but I don't know what God's doing. Right. But that's what faith is, y'all. Yes. Um, Y'all need to listen to that podcast that Mike Todd does so because great. it talks about like, you know, I can look at this chair and mm-hmm. say, hey, that's a chair, but am I going to sit in it? Mm-hmm. Because faith in action, faith in work mm-hmm. is putting your weight on the chair. It's not just saying, that's a chair. Mm-hmm. It's sitting in the chair and trusting yes. that it's going to hold your weight. Um, it's jumping when God says jump. Yes. And not asking questions about where you're jumping or what's beneath you or who's catching you. Yes. But it's just simply jumping. That's faith. And it's scary and mm-hmm. it's real. Um, and it's an action. It's not, I feel like we use the word faith so loosely. Like, oh, I'm of the Christian faith. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, we just need to have faith. Like, what does that look like? So, mm-hmm. um, what does it look like to you, Liz, to have faith even when things aren't going the way that you want them to go. I feel like this happens so often. Like, <laughs> yeah. it's, I mean, literally, um, I'll give an example. Last Tuesday, I broke, my phone screen just cracked. Um, I dropped it in my bathroom. That's I was tragic. already running late, trying to get ready, shattered the front screen, shattered the back screen. And I called Verizon and they're like, you got to get a new phone. And I'm thinking, it's just glass. Can't you just replace glass? And so in that moment, even though that was something so tiny, it's not changing my life. It's just another little thing on on my radar that I've got to fix. And things aren't going the the exact way I want them to. But, you know, I had to take a step, step back and say, like, God, you've been faithful to me. And yes. enabling me to have a job where I can afford to replace my phone and I can go and like I can take time to go do that and yes. I don't have 50 other things that I need to be doing that I have the ability I have a car to drive to get there and so oh, yes whenever things aren't going your way I think it's really important in faith to respond to that with an attitude of gratitude is a really great way to handle those moments but when you when you can't see the end of that and what it's not a quick fix like my phone and it might be something like a damaged relationship with a loved one or a friend mm. and you can't see the end in sight remind yourself who's in control because God nothing happens unbeknownst to God and he knows exactly what's going on yes. and that he's calling for you this is that it, if it's okay that it's messed up go to him and say God this is not the way that I thought this would be or the way that I want it to be or what is this relationship may not even be reflective of you god use me and to i'm asking you to come into this relationship come into my heart fix my heart 
to yes. help me um, to show me, give me wisdom and patience mm-hmm. um, to understand what's going on in these moments and putting your faith that God will do that. I think that's the main thing because we know that God can do that. But sometimes I feel like we doubt because we we think about our worth and who, how we value ourselves. Yes. That we're less than or like, God, why in the world would you come into this situation and do all this for me? I'm not going to bother God with that. But putting your faith that not only can he do it, but he will do that for you. Yes. And that leads me to a verse in James 2. It talks about faith and then basically putting your weight in faith. So faith and works. And I want to clarify here that that James, I don't think that James is talking about works as in like, hey, I'm going to a homeless shelter and I'm helping feed these homeless people. I think that he's talking about how you are acting in your faith. Mm -hmm. Even though good works and deeds are all about showing your heart as a Christian, showing love Mm -hmm. um, by being the hands and feet of Jesus, but also how are you acting in the faith Walking the walk, not just talking the talk. And he goes as far to say, guys, like, this is huge. Even the demons know who Jesus is, who God is, Mm -hmm. and what he's capable of doing. So the demons know that God is the ultimate healer. The demons know, like, they flee at the mention of his name. They Mm -hmm. know his power. They know his sovereignty. Mm -hmm. They know what he's capable of. But what good does that do mm-hmm. just to know? Look at, like, they're still demons. So mm-hmm. so Liz and I have this fear that we are a church and we are a group of people operating on demon-level faith. Yes. That we know God. We know that he's healed before. Mm-hmm. We see these miracles in this book. We see what he may have done for someone else. But will he do it for us? Yes. Um, and that leads me to the question here, you know, Liz, explain to me a little bit about the difference between can and will. Like, God can yeah. do it. God will do it. Like, what what's going on with that? I feel like sometimes we get into this habit of thinking of what God can. We know that God can do anything. Anything. Yes. But we, we, we kind of mistake what he will do for what he can do. And mm-hmm. so we go through and we say, well... I don't know what God will do, so he might do the bare minimum. So I'm going to put in my faith that he's going to do the bare minimum. Wow. Or that, that he can do the bare minimum. Yeah. But God's here saying, you thought that I was going to answer one prayer, and I'm going to answer all your prayers. Or that you thought I could, I was only going to fix this one part of your marriage or this broken relationship. And he's saying, no, you put your faith, your full faith in me. Put your whole weight in me. Put yes. all your chips in one basket, in my basket. And I will fix it all. That's what we're talking about. What God can do versus what we will do. But the main thing is to remember that whatever God is doing, it is good. We serve a good God. And that regardless of what, if you can see the fruits of that or what's going to come of that today, tomorrow, 10 years from now, or you may never see the fruits of that. That's true. You have to remember and put your faith in that it is for your good or that it's for those coming behind you, that it's for good. Yes. And when you remind when you remind yourself of that and putting yourself putting your faith in that whatever that what God will do is a good thing and that he can do anything. I feel like it changes our perspective on and and really kind of um it's almost like the the gas that we need. Yeah. to put behind the words that we're saying and the in the walk that you're doing right now with your with your walk with Christ 
that it's not just in vain and you're not just out here wondering, well, God might do this or he might do that. But when you are searching and following the will of the Lord, yes. you know that what if you, as long as your will and his will are lined up, that good things are coming, even when they're not comfortable, even when they're hard, even when they're unexpected, yes. that good things come from the Lord. And that's where you're resting in. You're putting your yeah. faith in him. Because if I had to put my faith in myself, honey, no, thank you. No, girl. I don't want that. It's not good. <laughs> I'm like, I can't even trust myself to get myself on time everywhere I'm going. That's the truth. But I serve a God that, that knows every step that I'm making. He knows me yesterday, today, tomorrow, forevermore, and that he has a perfect plan. And I would rather 100% of the time put my full faith in him than I would ever in myself. And that's what I'm talking about when I say, like, what God can do versus God, what God will do, don't get it twisted. Don't put a cap on what God's trying to do in your life because you can't see what he's bringing to you next. Yes. And also, going along with that, faith is irrelevant to our circumstances. Yes. What we see around us has, like, Satan wants to use that to the best of his ability to decrease our faith. And like Liz said, no matter what the outcome is, God can work it out for good, and that's faith too. Mm -hmm. um, I think of situations in my life where the outcome wasn't what I wanted, mm -hmm. and I've lost friends, and I've lost loved ones, and I've, I've been at the funeral, mm -hmm. and thank God, what did I do wrong? Mm -hmm. But the thing is, even in death, Jesus conquered that for us. Yes. And I think that sometimes we diminish our own faith in hopes to, like, not embarrass God. Because I'm praying mm -hmm. already with the thought of, what if God doesn't answer this prayer? Mm -hmm. Because even if God doesn't answer the prayer like you wanted it, He is still good. Mm -hmm. He is still God, and He still has a plan. And He doesn't want to cause harm. He wants to turn it around for his greater story. And we may never understand that on this side of heaven. Yeah, and that right. is hard. And it's so easy. It, it may sound, you know, beautifully religious right now mm -hmm. as I'm saying it. But, y'all, it's hard and I've lived it. And the fact that I'm on the other side of it and I've seen good come out of the loss of a family member. And I've seen good come out of a tragic car accident of a best friend. Yeah. Like... I've lived it, and I know that God is faithful through it. He brought me through it. He brought my family through it. And I've seen goodness come out the other side. And Every I may, time. Yes. I may not understand why and how and for what reason. We don't have to. But we don't have to. Mm -hmm. Like That's we so talked good. about in the God's Reputation um, podcast, we see things through glass that's dimly lit here, but it's not our job to understand. It's our job to have faith and to put our weight in yes. what this word says and who God says he is. Mm -hmm. Because I would rather have faith and not get what I prayed for than to not ever pray for it and wonder, what if I would have had a greater faith? What would the outcome would have been? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I don't want to regret my lack of faith mm -hmm. in my life. That's so good. Girl, yes. I'm so trying. <laughs> so tell me this. So I feel like, especially as Southern women, oh. that we are very much so known for being passive-aggressive. Girl. So what does, like, passive-aggressive faith look like, and how do we break that habit? I think that, I don't know if y'all have ever had dealings with someone who's being passive-aggressive, 
But I feel like sometimes with faith, we want to have our cake and eat it too. Mm -hmm. Like we want to say we're praying for something, but really we're completely doubting it. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're praying amongst doubt. And, you know, I think it's okay to have questions. I think it's okay to ask God what's going on. And it's natural for our flesh to want to doubt. Um, But... Let me give you an example of what we mean by passive-aggressive faith, and, and this goes along. We're about to talk about the power of the tongue in faith. But a lot of times, like, let's just say, you know, I'll, I'll give you a more recent example. Um, they found a mass on my father-in-law's brain. Um, praise the Lord, it's benign, and it's gone, and he's getting to go home soon. Ooh, Many testimony. Well, that is a miracle it. of the Lord. Mm-hmm. God is still performing miracles. Side note's over. But people would say things like, well, you know, it could be cancer. Well, you know, my family member had that and they never fully learned how to walk again for a long time. And I'm like, where is the faith? It's like, well, we're going to pray for you, but just know this could be cancer. Mm -hmm. Or if you get a bad report at the doctor, say, well, you know, your mom had that. Well, you know this. Well, this, well, this. And I'm like, well, nothing. Like, you are speaking doubt and negative thoughts into my faith. Yes. And I need you to stop. It sounds like you're trying to um, comfort yourself for being disappointed in what God's doing. Thank you. That's exactly what it is. And it's almost like this, like I said, have your cake and eat it too way of like, I'm going to go ahead and expect the worst because that's typically how it goes. Mm Mm-hmm. When really it's not, guys. There's so many miracles that go unnoticed that we don't even know about. But anyway, it's almost like you're trying to go ahead and safety net yourself. Yes. With disappointment. Because you don't want to pray and not get what you prayed for and then lose a little bit of your faith when really our trust should always be in the bigger picture that we don't know. Yes. About And again, that is so easier said than done. But let me just go ahead and tell you, sister, if you are going through a valley, whether it be with health, a job, school, relationships, if you are the one speaking like this about your situation, or if you're surrounded with people who are speaking like this about your situation, that is toxic and that is not a faith. And Mm -hmm. you need to train your tongue to speak Life, Because regardless of if bad happens or not, speaking life will never lead you astray. Ever. Ever. Mm -hmm. And I love, there's a story in the Bible where this man is dealing with um, the sickness of his daughter. And he comes to Jesus and he says this most profound statement. He goes, I believe. Help my unbelief. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I love how in that one statement, he's going ahead and proclaiming, Lord, I believe. But then he's also saying, Lord, help my unbelief. Like, get it out. Like, we have to cast that down. Because, listen, if Satan's going to get his foot in the door, don't. That's how he's going to do it. Yes. Don't don't let him. Don't don't crack the door for Satan to get his foot in. Because that's Mm -hmm. exactly what you're doing with your words and with your actions and with your gossip. Like, are you praying about it as much as you're talking about it? Are you speaking? Like, I remember when we were in the nurse's office, when I was with my mother and father-in-law, finding out that that D.Y. had his tumor. And after the nurses left, which they prayed with us, by the way. It was amazing. 
we said we are not saying the c word we didn't even say it we call it the c word and we are not speaking negative this is not a fatal prognosis and we are getting through this and let me just tell you on the other side we're here mm -hmm. we're on the other side amen. and god has been faithful amen i'm like where are you putting your spots thank you for real so with that will you explain credit and debit faith Girl, yes. You know, this one's super simple, but it kind of made me chuckle to myself because I'm just thinking of having a credit card versus a debit card. Like, credit card is borrowed. Like, right. bar like you're trying to, can you imagine trying to bar buy a house on borrowed money? Like, you yes, you borrow it. Yes. But I'm talking about, like, not from, like, a good source. Like, totally. pretty much something I was almost, I was about to ask you is about using that, like, fear. Like, having faith on credit is like having faith on fear versus yeah. having faith and like in God, which is on debit. Like there's an endless supply. Mm. Like in God, he said, you never have to worry about anything. Like cast all your, all your burdens, your worries, everything onto me. And he does that so willingly for us. Yes. And when we're called to have faith, he, he's like, you have everything you need. All you need to do is trust me. Why wow. is that so hard? And yet on the other side, we're always so surprised that he comes through. Yeah. We serve a God that comes through every single time. He never leaves yes. us hanging. And even when things don't happen the way we expect them to, we know because of our faith that it's for our good. Yes. And that's what it's like to have our, our faith in on debit, really. Yeah. But when we're having our faith on credit, it's just like, well, I don't really know. I'm a swipe and hope, you know, yeah. it's like treating that debit card like a gift card. Maybe there's something on it. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but there's no need for you to ever have to worry if, if your if your supply is going to run out. Man. If you can't, if you have used too much faith, if you've put, you know, your there's too much money in this, you, you'll never be disappointed. That's one of the most beautiful things that if you spent all day living your life for the Lord, I dare you to try it. Mm. Live your entire life for the Lord. You wake up that morning, you give up everything. You say, God, I'm living today for you. When the Holy Spirit speaks to you, because he will, and tell you how to, how, to, how to do your day, do it his way. And at the end of the day, you may find that you had the best day. But you know, oftentimes we have, what, we have people that won't do it again out of fear of being disappointed by God. Yeah. There's no need for that. Put your full faith, your full weight in what God has planned for you. You won't be disappointed. He's not going to let you down. The Anything that comes to you that may not seem good on the outside, it's for your good. Yes. He may be bringing you lessons to level you up, honey, so that he can bless you again in the future. You yes. never know. So put your faith on debit. You have an endless bank account, honey. Daddy Warbucks, that's God. Yes. Like I love it. I'm being real. I mean, there's no need. You don't have. You don't. You do not have to supply. You don't have to pay back that faith and credit. None of that. This yes. is. It's here. It's already been paid for. This is yours, and God says use it. And listen, God's given us His Word to build our faith. Because the word says faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. So I love how in Hebrews 11, um, we'll link it in the show notes for sure. But it lists what faith is. And then it goes into this like hall of fame faith. Like it shows Abraham and, and what he went through. So like all of these testimonies, the reason that a lot of the Old Testament is there mm -hmm. is to show how God showed up and showed out to build our faith. Yes. There's a reason that everything in this book is here. There's a reason that in Hebrews, the definition of faith is outlined along with examples of yes. how God was faithful 
to people. And he is. And he still is. He doesn't change. He's still faithful. He yes. will always be and forever be faithful. Mm-hmm. Man, how what a blessing it is to serve a faithful God. Yes, he is faithful. You know, um, one last thing that I wanted to ask you is yeah. that when it comes to speaking, because we talked about the power of tongue, yeah. speaking out of faith versus speaking out of fear, mm-hmm. how do we break the habit of speaking out of fear over faith? Man, that habit is so of our flesh. Um, I think that one thing to do, and this is always my go-to, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Ask the Holy Spirit to show you where you're speaking out of fear. And honey, he will convict you with those soft, loving nudges that's like, hey, Mm -hmm. we don't say that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yes. Um, I think that too, you have to think about what you want. Um, Like faith is a hope. And it's so much easier to speak about the negative outcome that Mm -hmm. comes from disappointment of not getting what you hope for because that's so realistic here on this world. But the thing is, you've got to truly hope and you've got to pray and it's something that I love to do is find a verse mm-hmm. and pray that verse and speak that verse because you're speaking the living active breathing word of God mm-hmm. out into the world and if you don't think that's powerful something's wrong you you need to realize the power in that you need to ask the Holy Spirit for help Lord help me and show me where I'm misspeaking or where I may have misspoke and show me the words to say. Be reminded of what you are hoping for. Yes. And let your words propel you into that. Yes. In faith. Because the thing about faith is, faith isn't faith when everything's going good around you. Uh-huh. You're right. It's so awesome when a business is going good to speak, oh, the business is going good. Oh, the business is going good. Oh, what about when a recession hits? Mm-hmm. How are you speaking? You need to speak in that faith and not in that fear. Amen. That's so good. Ladies, thank you so much for joining us again for this week's uh, podcast and video. We love that you're here and that you have, that you're walking in your chosen life. If you ever have prayer requests or just requests for topics that we can talk about, please let us know. Um, Check out our website. There's lots of resources. If you're wearing our merch, make sure that you tag us. We want to celebrate you in living your chosen life. Thank you so much for joining us again, and we'll see you next week. Love you guys. Remember to keep going because it's worth it and you're worth it. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us on this week's episode. Remember to subscribe to Weekly Encouragement at thechosengirl.com. Now go out and live that chosen life in him, friends. We'll meet back here next week.